lines up, hits the ball, heads right for the same lake. Water doesn't part. The ball just rolls across the top of the water. Pretty awesome. Rolls right closer than Moses to the cup. Jesus said, check it out. About that time, thunder, boom, lightning, ball drops from the sky, hits the lake, a fish grabs it, a hawk comes down, grabs the fish, flies over the hole, spits the ball out, hole in one. (laughs) Moses says, I hate it when your dad plays. (laughs) Well, I hope you came to have some good, good fun today. God is so good. I'm glad you're with us. Let's say hi to our online crowd. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. So good to have you with us. If you're a guest today, make sure you fill out that connection card. We're not going to come to your house. We're not going to bug you. We are going to give you a free t-shirt and a free CD if you'd like one. If you just go to the guest kiosk after service, we'll make sure that that happens for you. How many got to go to the popcorn festival? I got to go there. Kim and I went, and uh, I gave out all the cards I had. I had I carry these little cards with me. You can get those at the front kiosk. And I, people, oh, where's your church? And, hmm, hey, where's your, and so I, I don't have any more. So I got to get some more. <laughs> so we're going to see some new people, I believe. But that's awesome. I got to eat different food. Um, there's all kinds of fun fair food there. Had some bourbon chicken. Anybody ever have bourbon chicken? I tell you, the best bourbon chicken I've had was by sauce made by Rick. Rick is not here this morning, but Rick, if you're watching, I mean, I had it, and it was good what I had at the festival, but it wasn't better than the sauce I had when, when Rick gave that to me, so it was awesome. But anyway, we had a great time, got to, to witness to some people, tell them about the goodness of God. We've been putting this whole month, we've been talking about September to remember, and this whole month has been dealing with healing. And it's none different than today. We're going to talk about that today. How many would say that our nation needs healed? And, and every healing that we're talking about isn't always physical. Sometimes it's, it's spiritual and, and mental and social, maybe even political. We just need healing, don't we? There's so much stuff going on. And there's a lot of controversy on vaccination, not getting vaccination and, and uh what is being said uh, about whether you got the vaccine. I mean, if you felt God wanting you to get the vaccine, I am okay with that. I mean, that's, you know, this is, I believe it's something that some of you had to because of your, your job or your workplace or whatever. I get that. I don't have a problem with that. But what I, what I still understand or what I understand that we should all know that this America was founded, was it not on the Bible? And we have rights. And if, and if God isn't telling you to get a vaccination, you should not be ostracized for not getting a vaccination. I'm just saying, we need people just to say, you know what, I'm just going to follow God. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it the way God wants me to do it, and I'm going to do it that way. I, I, I think to try to split a nation, I believe, is wrong. Uh, and that's my take on it without going into a whole lot of depth. But since we're alive and online, there you go. Okay, so let's talk about healing. Um, we like healing. I think everybody wants to have healing and everybody wants to, to be well, but that isn't always the case. It doesn't, you know, there are things that have happened and we get it. Peter's mother-in-law needed healed and, and different things like that. So, you know, uh, there's things that are happening. Some of the people that, that we know in, in our history that were great, uh, men or women of God that, that were used to heal people fought some things themselves that they needed God to take care of. We have well-meaning believers that say off the cuff, just use your faith. If they've never walked in your shoes, sometimes that's just easy to say, not so easy to do. 
And sometimes even for me, I, you know, I, there's things that I, I guess I put in perspective where before I'm like, wow, I, I kind of took that for granted. But what is faith? That's the thing. And see, that's what everybody wants to have. Here's my definition. Here's this. And I believe this is this. Let's look at what God says faith is. Because after all, isn't that what we, if we don't have God kind of faith, that's why it doesn't work. We have to have God's faith. So what is faith? I'm going to make this as simple as I can. Faith is simply this. It is agreement with God. That's what faith is. It's agreement with God. If we can get our hearts to agree with God instead of what the sickness, instead of what the symptoms, instead of what the circumstances are telling us, then God has legal right by covenant to touch us. Now, hopefully, I'm going to pull some scales off of where we're thinking, I never thought of it that way. Faith is agreement with God. In other words, it doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter what I see. It is saying, God, you are bigger than these five senses. And when I'm in agreement with you, I have now put my will under the authority of you. And now you have legal access to make something happen. You might say, well, Brett, doesn't God have legal right to do anything he wants? Let me say yes and no. God gave man a free will, and he can't do what we don't want him to do or have not given him permission to do because you have that will. He will not violate, violate our free will because it would go against his word. When we have our faith in agreement with God, it gives him permission to invade our problems with his remedy, with his solution. You see, we can say it with our mouths, we want him to heal us, but it's gotta be inside our hearts. Now, it's good to say it with your mouth. It is good, and we'll talk about that in a second, but it has to be in your belief system. It has to be something that you know is true. If I put a chair up here and I, I could say, I'm gonna sit in that chair and I know the chair will hold me up. I've sat in that chair before. I believe it will hold me up. I have no problem that, you know, so my belief system has already been established because that chair has done it so many times. Our belief system is what is affecting what we truly believe. It's good to say what we believe, but we have to actually believe what we say. Does that make sense? We must believe he's already gave us the gift of health because Jesus died for it on Calvary. 1 Peter 2.24 says, By his stripes that we, it's past tense, we were healed. God can't legally move without us saying, I believe that, and we, have, we give him permission, or he'd be trespassing on what you really believe, on your free will. It took me a while to kind of figure that out. And there are times I think I still struggle with it because sometimes the circumstances or the pain speak louder it is important what our mouth says but god is looking at what your heart believes so the job is to get your mouth and your heart together that 18 inch well let's, let's figure that out if we believe that and say okay god i'm going to believe what you are saying about my circumstances not what i see not what I feel, not what I can touch or smell or hear. Have you ever seen before and after pictures? 
If you've ever been on a diet, you have. Or if you've ever seen advertising, those people that wear the pants that are five sizes too big, you're thinking, I don't know if you really wore those pants or not, but... Or the one guy, I lost, and it, you, it sure looks like he's sucking in his stomach a lot. I don't know. But we know what before and after pictures look like, okay? <clears throat> Faith looks like the after picture when the mirror shows you the before. Faith looks like the after picture when the mirror, you see the before, because you've got to be able to, to see something that you can't see with your own physical eyes. Now, I can give you all kinds of examples. We could talk about Abraham. We could talk, you know, where God said, look up at the stars and look at the sand and all of that. He gave him a picture, and we talked about that with faith. But there's a, there's a blessing in that. You need to be able to see what's God telling you that you can put and see it before you see it. You see it in here before you see it with these. God wants you well, period. And you don't need to have a big pressing medical issue to believe that healing is for today or it's time to turn your health around. Not just limping along or just dealing with minor irritations. I'm tired of minor irritations. I don't know anybody else have them besides I've had to deal with them. Jesus paid a high price so that I could live life abundantly. And it doesn't mean that, I, you know, that nothing ever goes wrong, but it means that we can prioritize and we can balance our belief with what God wants us to do. It's time to defy what the world says that we have to accept. It's time to swim upstream, so to speak, instead of just going with the flow of everything else and start saying, you know what, I can have divine health i can have it now i can start walking in it now you know last when we did that miracle service god was healing people all over the place and I, gary told me he said it's great to not have my arm hurt at all anymore and that's a wonderful thing because when you when you live with pain and all of a sudden it's gone then you go it is so great because of the minor irritation has left Is it time we stop going to church and singing everything is possible and coming home and acting like nothing is possible? It's almost easy in the atmosphere to go, yeah, rah, rah, rah. But as soon as we get home, it seems like reality starts setting back in. Or, or maybe in a service, you know, we felt God touch us, and then by the time we get home, some of that same symptom is back. There are people that fight from high blood pressure or they high cholesterol or hormonal imbalance, underactive thyroid, back pain, allergies, sleep issues. Let's believe God to turn things around. Let's believe God that today it's time to start walking healed. I want what God has for me in every area. I'm going to give you five things today. They're pretty easy. Five things that can help your health. And you know what? When you feel better and you're healthier, it's, isn't it better? To somebody, if they're having trouble walking, somebody that's not having trouble, they're like, hey, let's just go over here, let's do that. If you're having trouble walking, you're like, I don't really want to do that because that means i got to walk over there. And it hurts. 
But they're not experiencing that. You might be. You got to start saying, okay, God, is it your will that my, you know, whatever that is hurts? I want that gone. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to believe that's going to be gone. Here's a five step plan. Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five. Here's number one. You're going to love these. If you don't, good for you. You're still going to love them. Number one, don't put up with physical issues. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll, he'll flee from you, James 4, 7. And there's stuff that we just tolerate because we just think we just have to. And sometimes that battle goes on for a little while, and I get it. Sometimes when we resist, it doesn't always happen right away. Sometimes it's went on for days, hours, weeks, months, maybe years. I don't know, but I'm just saying, what are we putting up with? You know, you will, you'll, you'll deal with what you tolerate. So if you have pain in your back or high blood pressure or maybe loss of hearing in, your, in one of your ears, or maybe you're not sleeping soundly, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is, but I do know I'm never, you know, it's not like I'm a free from every issue. I'm, uh, you're in one of my sessions again. So, uh, you know, I'm speaking to myself. I, you know, I'm practicing what I'm telling you, and I can tell you right now it's working. Sometimes we've convinced ourselves that, you know, this just happens to everyone. It's just, it's just normal. And I get it. I mean, I get it because it's, you know, it's normal that as you get older, you know, your eyesight's going to dim and, and uh, you're, you're supposed to lose some of your hearing or, or walk a certain way or this or that. You know, but there's no scripture for that. It doesn't say that in the word. Matter of fact, there's opposite where it says Moses, it didn't even, his eyesight didn't dim. You know what I started doing? I started, you know, because we almost just like, okay, I get it. This is when this happens. Wait till you get to be this age. You know, I had to tell somebody yesterday. She said, hi, any discounts? <laughs> I don't like, you know, and I thought, should I even say it? Uh, and now if I could do it over, I probably wouldn't have said it. But I said, well, actually, I have a senior discount nothing, you know nothing wrong with being a senior you know but i just you know, I don't know anyway she goes i thought you were about 40 or 42 i said man you are one of the best cashiers we've ever had probably i said i'll be 61 in december she goes no way now that's a great testimony to me i said well to god not to me but here's the other thing was just days before I pulled out of my drive doing something legal, but whoever went by me didn't think it was legal, yells out the window, that's illegal, Grandpa! <laughs> that whole day, I'm like, oh, I wanted to say, help me, Jesus. I want to say, come back, squirt, let's talk. You might be watching me right now. Jesus, touch him till his eyes pop out. No, I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, I started telling myself stuff like this. I, now, this is a true story. I started telling myself, God, thank you for new hair. <laughs> now, I'm not saying, I don't, Kim likes this, whatever, white, salt, pepper, well, I don't know what you call it. It's fine. 
but I'd like to keep it. So I'd be like, Lord, thanks for letting me grow new hair. Went to the barber not long ago, and he was cutting my hair, and he said, you're getting new hair. I was like, bless God. You know why? Now, this isn't because of me. And you're going to say, this, I don't, I'm not taking any neutra hair grow. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm doing, I'm just speaking and believing. That's what I'm doing. I didn't do anything else, but I wanted to give God credit for that. I don't know how much new hair I'm coming in. I can't look up there. <laughs> Let me get it out of my eyes. Wait. It's not growing that much, but, but still, I mean, I'm just making this happen. But I don't, want to, I don't want to keep moving distracted. You know, that's what the enemy does. He wants to distract you. He wants to keep you off balance. He wants you to you know, not feel great. Wake up, oh, I don't feel so good today. But Jesus, according to what the word says, he came to give me life. And to give it to me abundantly. Not just pretty good for the most part. I want to live a great life. You know, I went to Disney World with my son here recently, just a couple months ago or so. You know, he'd been through a tough time, and, and uh, you know, Kim and I prayed. We, hey, let's go to Disney World. He loves He went as a kid. He loved Disney World. So it was just me and him. It was just dad and son time. Now, granted, you got to understand, I had a heart attack in 2020. And I've been calling every day. I declare my heart well. There's no damage. I have a, I, it's in perfect condition. And I will live a long and fruitful life. Well, we get to Disney World, and he's like, Dad, you want to ride this? You know, every ride that's any good, as Charles would have said, any count, they're like, this is what they say. Of course, if you ride this ride, and you have any heart issues or have any back issues, you may not blah, 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 blah. So this is what I said. I have no heart issues. I have no back issues. Let's ride that. And Zach's like, Sweet. But every ride I rode, there was a little bit of a battle going on. And I had to declare and believe, you know what, God? You did it or you didn't, and I'm going to say you did. I'm still here. So I got on those rides. I rode everything except Mission Space. And that wasn't because I was afraid. It was because I did not want to get sick. In Mission Space, they have bags that are there. And the kids got me on that one year and said, Dad, it's going to be great. Well, you get locked in, and I said, hey, 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 why are there barf bags here? And the kids are going, don't worry about it. And I'm like, why are they here? We got off that ride in the rest of the day. I was Ricky Ricardo doing the mambo or something. It was not good. So anyway, I rode every ride he wanted to ride, every coaster, everything, and we had a blast. The Bible says that if we resist the devil, he'll flee. It first says submit to God. It's pretty simple. Because this is pretty understandable that the enemy is out to get this from you. He, that's his job. He's going to steal, kill, and destroy. So the devil works overtime to convince people that you just have to tolerate minor issues. What if you stood on the other side of that and said, you know what? I'm claiming this completely well. I don't, you know... Now, I, I get it. There's wisdom. I'm, not, I'm 61 or almost. I get it. I'm not going downhill sledding or anything like that. don't feel the need to. But you know, if I felt the need to, I'd do it. But I don't feel the need to. <laughs> just so that you know. But, uh, but what we, he wants you just to tolerate it. It's just minor. Just tolerate it. And then 
we don't really bother resisting him. And I, I started realizing I'm not giving him too hard of a time on some of this stuff. But he's given me overtime on making sure that I have it. Enough is enough. So I want to say healing is for today. I want to turn my health around, even the minor issues. You know, if I come up here and pretty soon you're like, wow, Brett's hair looks like Thor. Because it's, it's growing, baby. <laughs> anyway, no matter how small or inconvenient, God wants you well. He wants you sleeping. He wants your hormones in line. He wants your heart strong. He wants your energy up. He wants you to be able to enjoy your life. He wants you to fulfill your destiny. Quit tolerating physical things as if they belong to you. And the enemy has sold us that and we've bought it. If you want to have healing for today, you've got to turn your, your, your belief system around. Winning the battlefield of the mind. Here's number two. Get serious. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. So once you said, you know what, I believe healing is for today, so I'm going to get serious. Because if you don't want to get serious, you're never going to get through three to five of this, this five-step plan. So you need to get serious. You know the healing's a promise in the Bible, but if you're not seeing yourself getting better, you need to start fully saying, okay, God, where can I activate this? Where am I not connecting on this so my body is healed? So we got to start saying, all right, God, what do I need to do? Faith is interactive, and it takes diligence. It actually takes determination to grab a hold of God. That you, you have that will. Remember we talked about the will at the beginning of this. You're going to have to go after it. Nothing is really automatic. Faith just doesn't happen. My father's saved. My mother's saved. I'm not saved because they're saved, because that would be automatic. Well, since his dad's saved, we'll let him. That's not how that works. It is individual. It is a battle that you're going to have to give your will away from the enemy. So what does serious looking like? I'll tell you what this looks like. This is being serious. The word, the word, the word. It is written, it is written, it is written. What does God say about yourself, about your health and how you should live? So spend time reading healing scriptures. Confess healing daily. I, I have declarations I say every day of things that I believe. There's things that I write down every day. And they change as they get answered. And they do get answered. Every time I have a pain that flares up, I begin to, okay, that's not okay. So I begin to do warfare. I begin to rebuke that. I begin to speak to that pain. Start looking at other people's testimony on how God healed them. Maybe watch some healing things on, on TV or YouTube or something like that. Take communion over your healing. We've seen God do amazing things with the covenant of communion. Come to church Call for the elders of the church or, you know, we'll put some oil on you. We'll pray. We'll believe. But go all out. Don't hold back. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Part-time Christians don't get full-time benefits. You can't fight a full-time devil as a part-time Christian. It's, it's just not going to work out real well. At least you're not going to get out on top. So... If you want to believe healing is for today, then you're going to have to make up your mind. Okay, I'm going to go after the word. I'm going to get serious. Here's number three. Speak the end result every day. Remember we talked about before and after pictures? What do you want? Don't speak what's going on as much as what you're believing for. 
Romans 4.17, that is what the scripture means when God told him, I have made you father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Now, your version may say this, and so I'll paraphrase it down. Call those things which be not as though they were. In other words, not what you see, what you're believing for. Not, not what's in front of you, but what you're believing is going to be. Call yourself well. Well, Brett, I have this pain. Call yourself well. Sounds simple, but changing how you talk about yourself or your health isn't always easy because we're used to it. Let me show you what I mean. <laughs> it's, you can't order coffee like you used to when I was growing up. <laughs> this is true for most of us. You had three choices, small, medium, large. And then they went to, do you want us to biggie size that? Now if you go to order coffee, I ask my wife this. Why? Why do they do that? She said, I, I don't know, but people like it. Why? I would like, I can't, I just went and ordered for her the other day. She has to repeat the order to me because I mess it up. Because you have to say, if you want, I think small is grande, whatever that is. That's tall. Oh, see? <laughs> Thank you for the heckler in the back. <laughs> back there with a whole bunch of peanuts just waiting to throw them in. <laughs> tall is uh, small. Grande is medium. And then venti is large. And then there's the trifecta of something else. I don't know what it is. The trifecta means three, so that's four. So who knows what I'm talking about? <laughs> but anyway, we've had to change that. She'll tell me that, and I'll go in and say she wants this. No fat, no whip, no whoop, no hot, no, you know, whatever. <laughs> and they'll, okay, do you want this kind of cream? Do you want that? And I'm like, I don't know. And then they'll say this, that'll be $10, please, <laughs> or whatever it is. I'm like, geez, just go and get a cup of coffee. <laughs> but if we can change our words to how we have to order food or coffee, we've adapted to that. I get it. We can change how we talk about our health, about how we want to, to be totally well. So to get healing for today and to turn some of this stuff around, do you know your words steer the ship? How we speak is how we go. The life we're living now is here because we spoke it into being, pun intended. People have come up and said, I don't understand. How do you have this or how did that? I'll never have that. And guess what? You probably never will because you're already speaking that. But God has taught me Lord, I want to do and be who you want me to be. I want to bless as many people as I can. I want to do what you've told me to do. I want to live the life you've called me to live. Have I had complete success on it? Have I made mistakes? Yes, I've made mistakes because I'm human. But for the most part, I was like, wow, this, this really works because my mouth steers my ship. What do you want to see? How do you want it to be? Do you want to see yourself with pain or do you want to see yourself with no pain? 
So you have to start, and that's not easy. I get it, because if you're the person in pain, it's easy for the person without pain. Just use your faith. I had to get some compassion on that, because sometimes we can't understand until we've walked a little bit in their shoes. And I'm not saying God put that on us. I'm just saying our mouth guided us, and guess what? Because God doesn't give you bad gifts. God didn't put sickness on you to teach you anything. They got that kind of rule going around. That's a bunch of hogwash. All good things come from God. If we want to get better and be healthy, we have to quit talking about what we have. Instead of saying, you know, I have allergies. Why would you claim that? I have high blood pressure. Well, Brett, that's just the fact. You want that to change? You might say, well, I don't agree with that. And I can't help you then. But according to the word, if we start steering the ship differently instead of saying, and I'm not saying that's not a true fact. I get it. But how many knows truth can outweigh facts? No matter what the world says, God can say, you know what? I can do things that they can't even do. So start speaking what he says. And instead of saying, I have, you might want to say this. I'm fighting. I'm fighting high blood pressure. I'm fighting sleeping and i'm going to win whatever that is i'm fighting this i'm fighting that you know what i'm claiming now i claim stuff for myself this is a goal i have and i've claimed here's the what i want and here's what i'm believing for and i understand it doesn't happen like that but i'm going to get there because i will steer that ship with the steps i make don't take ownership of something that doesn't belong to you fight it don't focus on the things that are wrong with your body. Instead, call yourself well. Thank you, God, that I'm well every day. Say what God says about you. Don't say what you've got. Say what you own. Speak the end desired result. I own health. I own healing. I, am, I have a hold. This is what I'm doing. God, I thank you, God, that these work great. You gave me these legs. You gave me these arms. You gave me this back. I call it into line. I call every muscle, every fiber, every nerve. I call it into the word of God. It is written, and I begin to declare those things. Yes, and faith comes by hearing. I need to hear myself declare the things of God. But I got to get it into my heart. I got to believe that what he said is true. And it's got to go past what the world thinks or expects. You were made to live long and strong, large and in charge, in the spirit. Just grab a hold of God. Things that be not as though they were as a spiritual principle in the Bible. And a lot of people are afraid to try to even tackle that because it's going against the grain. Because I don't want to be disappointed and I'll look stupid if it doesn't happen. What if it does? Would God get the glory? Would you be like, oh, yes, look what God did. You see, the fear of looking foolish and disappointed, they fear that more than they desire what belongs to them. And, and I think we've all been, I, I'm, I'm afraid what people think. I'm kind of past that, are you? I'm just past some of that stuff. I mean, I want them to think well of me, yes, but if I'm doing what God wants me to do, think whatever you want. The enemy is hard at work. And again, I don't need to be part-time at releasing him when he's working full-time on me. I'm gonna go full-time 
Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, Today I've given you a choice between life and death, between blessing and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. So how do we choose life? Proverbs 18, 21 tells us, Life and death are in the power of our tongue. Again, we're turning our ship. It means it's our choice. We make the choice, here it comes, with our words. With our words. Number four, we're almost done. Got two more, four and five. Number four, recognize improvement and know that God is behind that. This is really important. This is where the Lord, I, I had to put this in. This is why I put, now look at Acts uh, 3, 5. It says, and he fixed his attention, expected, expecting to receive something. So expecting is a big part of what your focus is. I'm not only focused on what God wants, I'm expecting to see results. My expectancy should be so high that I'm looking. Now listen to what I'm saying. I'm looking to get better. I'm looking to see a difference. I'm believing it is going to be different. And so when I am looking for something, because you can look for the bad, you'll find it, but you can look for the good and you'll find it. And it goes on your belief system. Instead of just, here, let me give you an example. Instead of saying, yeah, I slept last night, probably just a one-time thing. Don't be saying stuff like that. Don't take ownership to that. As you begin to see the slightest change, you got prayer and you're like, praise God, hallelujah, I slept great last night. I'm going to start sleeping great every night. Or I noticed this, you know what, I, I noticed my thyroid is working better again. Something's different. I'm going to start thanking God for it. Man, praise God. If you have pain and it's not as bad as it was and, it, and you're doing something that's different, you, you're like, it's, it doesn't hurt as much as it, then thank God for it. Praise God for what the improvement that you have. You feel God moving in your body, give him Praise. Praising him, thanking him, acknowledging his healing power. So you are giving the devil notice. No, God's doing it. And the devil's going to say, no, it's not. You still hurt. Praise God it doesn't hurt like it did yesterday. Thank God it's getting better every minute. And you begin to, and I'm telling you, I have to practice what I'm telling you. Thanks again for coming to my session. But it is stuff that really works. It is stuff by putting God's word into use, steering it with your mouth. It's so important to recognize God and the work he's doing in your life and the anointing that's working. You need to stop and take time to, to feel it. You know, he gave you those, you know, those senses and just instead of just recognizing the enemy when he's at work, recognize God when he's at work. Turn it on him. Thank you, God. Turn the, the, on the enemy and say, I thank God I feel so much better. You know, if you tell yourself, I'm so tired, I can't get up, I just feel like a slug bug. And then you wonder why you don't have energy. <laughs> You're going to have to start saying, I mean, depending. I mean, you know, if you need to take a nap, you just, you know, Father, I thank you that I'm going to be able to rest and I'm going to wake up refreshed. Then do that. But if you can, you know, if you got stuff to do and you don't have time to do that, then start calling your body, Father, God, thank you. I have all the energy I need to finish the task I have today for your glory. I'm going to give you praise and, oh, it's going to be awesome. And I'm telling you, it's almost like inside your spirit, you start hearing this. That's the theme to Rocky, one of the. 
You probably don't recognize that song. I should have did another one. But you'll start feeling, okay, I'm going to take care of this. So take it in. Tune in with what God is doing. Talk to him about it. Thank him for it. Just, you know, sometimes just sit down and take a deep breath and go, yeah, God, this is good. Man, it's so good. Thank you for doing that. I just give you praise. I want to take, I want to stop for a second and just recognize your goodness. Close your eyes and think only about God and about how wonderful he's been to you, his power and how he is touching you in that moment. Don't think about your problem. Don't think about your ailment. Just think about God. God, you're so good. Thank you, God. And let him start speaking to you. And let him just begin to get fears off you. Because the enemy's going to come at you with fear. Well, it's coming back. Shut up. Just tell the enemy. Man, it's, you can tell him where to go. You really can. Just let, just start thanking God. Picture yourself just totally free of pain. Thank you, Father. Completely well. And then start looking at the changes. Oh, God, thank you. And if you could say, well, you know what? It, I started and then it, it, it quit or whatever. You thank him. Father, I thank you that this pain can't stay. I'm not tolerating it anymore. And I'm just going to continue no matter how long it seems or whatever. Just get your faith in line with your mouth your belief system, and watch things change. Okay, high-five your neighbor. Here's number five. This, Rod, you'll like this one. <laughs> you got to get your praise on. You got to just start thanking God even before stuff happens. Again, Mark eleven twenty four. 24, we believe we receive when we pray. So this is really important to start saying, okay, God, I'm thanking you now. Because the enemy doesn't want, he don't want you to praise him because you're acknowledging the work is already done, hello, before and after. So we are praising him. We're getting that. We're going to worship. Second Samuel 6, 14, David danced before the Lord with all his might. Now, I don't know if I've ever, I, maybe I guess in my lifetime I've danced with all my might. I don't think that's probably a pretty thought. But I have danced before the Lord when he has done some marvelous things, and I have praised him. Sam and I, when we got that 10 point, I danced around that deer. You know, I might have looked. I don't know what I looked like, but I didn't really care. Sam could probably tell you, but I don't think he cared because he was right behind me. And we were just giving God praise. Now, you know, somebody would have been in the woods and saw us dancing around the deer. They would have said, uh-oh, Chongo, somebody has lost the cookies right there. We didn't care because God was faithful to his word. And we were acknowledging that he had done that. So get your praise on. Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 29, 20, David said to the whole assembly, give praise to the Lord your God. And the entire assembly praised the Lord, the God of their ancestors. And they bowed low and knelt before the Lord and the king. So if you've done steps one through four, then you start praising him. Father, I thank you that I'm whole, I'm healed, I'm well. Thank you, God, that I can fulfill my destiny. Thank you, God, that I can trample on serpents and scorpions. God, the enemy can't touch me because you've got me under your wings. God, thank you for anointing. Thank you for vision. Thank you for destiny. Thank you for provision. Thank you for everything you've done for me. And begin to just praise him and thank him. And, and you might even tell yourself, I just need to get low. 
I mean, I've been, I've been in the presence of God and I've heard God, I've, I've heard him not only in my heart and in my mind, I've heard him audibly. And I remember when I heard him, I'm like, oh, I didn't, at first I didn't know, except every hair on my, my arms and my body was like, whoo, you know, just kind of went. And then all I could think of, and nobody taught me that, all I could think of was I needed to get low. And I remember getting out of the pew and getting down on the ground and I just laid down. And he continued to talk, and it was just, and that service was that one that was so amazing. That was just, he, he gave me, everybody was in black and white, and those three people were in color. That was the, right before that service. It was crazy. I mean, you know, for me, and God was healing people, just boom, boom, boom. It was just going on and on and on. It was an amazing service. But we need to worship him because I'm telling you, there is nobody like our God. He can't be taken out. You can't impeach him. There's nothing you can do. He's here for the whole job. You understand? He died for you. And so we have to recognize his holiness, recognize his greatness, and worship him for the great things that he's doing and has already done in your life. You call them as not as though they are. I call them now before I see them. I call myself completely well, completely healed. My children are blessed. They walk in his blessing. Anointing is there. Provision is there. We have all our need. Why? Because he provides for it by his riches and glory, by Christ Jesus. God's word is truth. And when we begin to declare his healing, we walk in that. And God will never let you down. Somebody say amen to that. Come on. (laughs) Have you ever been in your car and started jamming out? Come on, you know you have. You've, You've been around. Have you been around somebody that's like this? They're in their car, and the car is like, boom, 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 boom. I don't know what they're jamming to, you know. While where we live right now, I was, <laughs> my little grandson's there, and he hears because motorcycles come by. And I, I mean, motorcycles are cool, but they usually have the radios, and they are cranked because they're on the motorcycle. And then it's just like, and he's like, oh. And they're, you know, I mean, whatever song's playing, you're listening to it, whether you want to or not. But I have been sometimes where I've just, I'm going on a trip, and you just kind of get lost in there. And you got something, I don't know what your music is. Maybe you're like my dad, and you like country. Let's see, he thinks that they're just playing all kinds of country in heaven. Look, he's, he's up there. Oh, baby. You know, I don't know, but he loves country. I grew up, I grew up on a Saturday with George Jones and Tammy Wynette and Merle Haggard. I'm an Oki from Muskogee and you know, all of that. That was real country. Now he's like, they don't do real country now. Not real country. But maybe you're not that and maybe you're of another generation and you like rap or you like hip hop or you like, you know, blues or, or you know, <laughs> I could say all kinds of things. You know, I don't know what you're, but I'm telling you, whatever your jam is, start putting your praise in that. I mean, if, if it gets you going because you, you like that genre of music, man, that's cool. Then, then praise God. I've been places and I didn't even realize I got into it and I was like, 
just singing. And it might be worship music. It could be, you know, some other worship music. And I'm just singing just like somebody would be singing, you know, uh, something else. We all grew up. Now, see, I, I, I was born in 60, so music I was real used to was in the 70s when I was. Now, Kim was in the 80s. She knows all kinds of 80s music. Man, she can name that tune in about two notes. I named that tune. I can't. Now, I, you know, I, I didn't even understand half the names. I just I knew the tune, but I didn't really know the words, which is proof why I messed it up when I tried to sing any of those songs. Anyway, I was in my car, and I'm just, I mean, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, you know, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, there's probably people watching me. There's people in the cars beside both sides. <laughs> Who cares? I'm praising God. Who cares? I, I don't know that I know them, but evidently I was entertainment for them. Praise God. <laughs> just put your praise on. Get God where he needs to be in your heart. Get him not just in your mouth. You need him in your mouth. But you need him in your heart. You need to get your heart and your mouth together and believe what the word says, no matter what it looks like, no matter what you feel, what you, what you see, and start thanking God for what you're believing for before it happens. Did you get it? Before it happens. Father, I thank you. You know, I call, uh, <laughs> I call our, our house paid off. I call my, my car paid off. Or whatever your case is, I call this debt paid off. And then, God, give me ways that I can make that happen. I thank you, God, for new ideas and concepts. And he'll do it. Honor him with your first fruits. And just start saying, yeah, I'm living healed today. I'm walking in great health today. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life today. You know, and it doesn't happen over in one day. I get it. But you'll start walking that way. You'll start making better choices. Things will start happening. You know, the things that I wrote down, I write them down. I, I, just, I was trying this. I've done it now for probably almost 60 days. I got about, and they're going to change because I'm about to change them. But I have under 10 things. Usually about seven is what they say, you know, of just things that I'm, that I declare, not, not my declarations of the word, but just things I'm believing for. Number one. Number two, I write them down. Habakkuk says, keep the vision in front of your eyes. Make it plain. So I, I put it in front of me. So then I begin to declare that. I begin to see it. You know, now I'm starting to check those things off. I got I to gotta get more because they're happening. I can't take any credit for that. God gets all the credit for that. I challenge you today. Healing is for today. Let's believe it. Let's walk it. Let's declare it with our mouth. And watch what happens. People will notice and you can witness for the glory of God in Jesus' name. Do you believe that? Say amen. Amen. Bow your heads. Close your eyes. Those that are online.